Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Mylan Miller, founder of BCK, which is Be Confident and Kind. And they offer motivational speaking and consultation services for corporations that range from facilitation to leadership development and culture transformations. And they're trauma-informed, and they integrate coaching, mindfulness, and wellness practices that the workplace so desperately needs. I love that. Mylan, welcome to the show. <laughs> Amen. Wow. I love hearing you play that back to me, Mark. It's uh, it's nice to hear, and thank you for having me today. Oh, you're, you're so, so welcome. So, look, can you just expand just a little bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business, and who is it that you love to work with? Sure, sure. So let me tell you how I got here and then answer who I like to work with. I had a childhood dream, Mark, of working in professional sports. It was very simple. I wanted to be in New York City and in the sexy world of sports and entertainment. I was able to achieve that early on in my career and had a mantra that served me when I was on the commercial side of the business, selling, selling Mm -hmm. corporate sponsorships specifically. And that was be confident and kind. It was something I was very private about. <laughs> I thought it was a little cheesy, if I'm honest, but it was it was my cheesy saying, so I was cool yeah. with it. And I realized when the pandemic hit that the world desperately needed more confidence, more kindness, and that that can take different meanings for different people. So who do I serve today? I serve predominantly executive leaders as well as sales teams. Many of them are new managers or leaders that are Um, unsure or afraid of how to lead teams. Mm. And I find that when we peel back the layers of the onion of what confidence actually means to them versus what they're projecting, what kindness means from an inner monologue point of view, inner speak, that we can get really curious on how to change their being and the doing that they are embodying in the workplace. Yeah. Crumbs. There is so much in that already. (laughs) Let's sort of dig into, so your your people, when they first come to you, what is it that you, what is their first barrier that you find that's like traditionally, you have to help them to either either see mm-hmm. rather than avoid, or mm-hmm. that they have to kind of work through and overcome that they've come with it this barrier. What, what would that be? Sure. Well, everybody comes with some form of a problem or let's say a challenge to improve self, enhance self. I find that on the surface, many of these people in a a business context are like, we're having problem with sales, or I'm having a problem selling myself for the promotion or the, Mm. the raise. And when we peel back the layers of 
selling a product or service for your employer or selling yourself as a human being on planet earth, there's typically self-doubt that's there. Doubt about the product or service or, or doubt about your ability to communicate what it is and its value. Mm-hmm. Um, communicate your own value. A, a lot of people, I feel like in this day and age with social media, they're like, oh, that's uncomfortable to share of myself or sell myself. So it's really creating a safe space where my clients know this is where we explore. This is where we play and tap into what is bringing you doubt and how we can figure out a way to shift you to a place of self-belief. Mm. Yeah, that, that word belief. When you were saying that, it's the clients that, that we work with when we're talking about sales, their trajectory and how what's not quite working within their business it normally comes back down to there's a belief challenge. I don't mm. truly believe in the product they say that they do, but there's something in that. And there's mm. always some kind of flavor. There's something that comes into play. And to hold space for, actually, fuck it, to be able to open up and say, yeah, okay, <laughs> I don't quite believe in it. Okay, there's something that's like, okay, how do, you, how do you make your product, your business, your service, so it's absolutely the, the world beater? Or how to level up your perception of this so that you all can walk into the room again, be confident. Yep. You need to be 100% that what you do is the most important thing in the world, bar none. Yep. Everything else has a place, but yours. Now, here we go. That's huge. So how do you help people to, one, identify maybe one of those two areas and then what's the journey of discovery for, for themselves as they start to just bolt this on? Sure. So let's break it down. If you are doubting yourself or your role within a business, I find that this often stems of two things. Competency about whatever subject matter you're being asked to uh, to pitch or to sell, as well as communication. So when people are doubting themselves, it's because they can't communicate effectively what it is that they feel as if though they mm. should be competent on. And so it's it's getting curious. Do you believe in it? If not, let's just speak truth to it. Like call bullshit. Be like, I landed in this role. They're asking me to sell this software. I don't believe in it. I think it's, it's bullshit. And well, obviously that's hard to sell because <laughs> maybe you're not passionate about it. You don't believe in it. But mm. oftentimes people are in positions where they're like, I see the utility. I see the value. Otherwise there'd be probably a million other red flags to... Um, to look elsewhere. So it becomes, how do we build up your proficiency, the competency, and then how do we communicate that externally? So competence and communication, reps of, of speaking truth to those things build our confidence. So I, bottom lining that, I consider that cultivating confidence, cultivating confidence by being competent on subject matter and communicating it over and over again. Yeah. And I'm going to caveat that with also making it real yeah i think what does this mean to you the service the offer the product the transformation the impact the indirect impact that's going to have if you can make it real to you and your world and your beliefs and your environment and your people now you just level up the game logically we all get some things but the experiential understanding absolutely Yeah, absolutely. Let me build on that, Mark, because a a simple question would be like, Mark, would you buy this product or service? Why or why not? Right? I mean, that's a a very simple question. Or what would need to change for you to buy this product or service? Right? Mm -hmm. And 
I actually began my career in experiential, the experiential side of sports marketing. Whenever consumers can see, taste, feel, touch, whatever it is, our senses, we feel uh, some some meaning or significance to this. And this is what you were touching on or what I was picking up on is human beings are human meaning makers. So if we can make meaning out of something, then odds mm-hmm. are it has more significance to us. And then we can start building up that that competency, like I said, or communicate why it's significant and why it wouldn't just benefit you as the end user or customer, but why I would, if I were sitting in your, your seat or in your shoes, we'll want it too. Mm. That's connection, right? That's going a step further of now I've actually built a bond and there's a, this isn't just something for you that I'm pushing on you, but like I would want it for myself as well. And here's a personal anecdote or here's a story as to why. Yeah. And this is, <laughs> it's, this is malleable. This is, it's up for meaning is just your own truth, your perception. Mm-hmm. You can tweak and you can change this. You can change your beliefs and perceptions on anything. Some takes more work than others. But in this concept, how we can grow, how we can evolve, how we can change to hold space for, okay, maybe it's not working right now. Yeah. Maybe I don't have this full belief. It can happen. Mm. It can change. And then once you change that, the world of an entrepreneur, you know this firsthand, the world of an entrepreneur, especially a solopreneur, you have the actions to take and you have the mindset. Yes. Okay. Yes. Keep on trying to change the actions, the right. sales scripts, change the product you're working with, whatever it might be. Keep changing this without changing your mindsets. You're going to keep having the same result unless you're lucky enough to drop on something that actually aligns with yourself. Mm. Now, change the mindset, change the perceptions, the stories, the beliefs, the promises. Change that independently. You can have any of those tactics working. Change them both to align. Well, there you go. There you go. Now you just found the route through. So working with this duality mm-hmm. of action and mindset. I mean, there's more to it. This is just the real top level. But that is that is a game changer. So how is this principle working on these different aspects with your business and yourself? Sure. How has that helped you to sort of expand and and grow into the business you have today? Totally. Well, when you say mindset, my mind, Mark, immediately goes to kindness. It's the K in my equation. When we embrace a growth mindset, which I, I feel like is somewhat of a buzzword in the growth industry right now, or personal development, self-help, but truly when we can start from point zero and say, okay, I'm a beginner and it's okay for me to fail and learn and fail forward. Um, if we can reframe wins and losses to wins and learns, right. Mm. Then we start building a snowball effect and that's where the growth really happens. I always say growth happens outside of our comfort zone, but that snowball can only get bigger if we're kind on our developmental journey. So, so much of our inner monologue, and this is where I have to practice what I preach. Trust me, brother. Like when I am failing and it's hard and it sucks and we don't like it because I come from the millennial, everybody gets a trophy generation. We say, okay, but what is this teaching me? What's the lesson here? What can I extract from this? And I'm really kind to myself. I say, wow, you didn't get everything done today. That's all right. That's good enough. Or we'll try that one thing again tomorrow. Or we'll we'll be better on the next podcast. I was mortified the first podcast I was on because I was like, I'm in a dark room. I don't know if I'm going to feel connected. Is my mic working? We start 
spiraling in our brains instead of just saying, let's try it out. Let's give it a go. So being kind is, is such a unlock for the mindset. So that, that's that's kind of the currency that we have to spend. <laughs> you have to do your first podcast and fuck it up and do the wrong right. thing. Show up in the wrong way. The lighting's awful. The microphone doesn't work. You don't know what to say. You stumble your words. You get out of your own way. You get out of your mind. You don't know what you're doing. These things happen. You know what? You, then it's a choose your own adventure. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one is going to be slightly better. You get to bring mm-hmm. this wealth of knowledge. And sometimes... There can be a, a lot of knowledge, mm-hmm. and it's the overwhelm, the fear, the doubt of how to digest this. What to do next? Can you bounce back from this? Yep. Well, that's up to you, right? So that, keep going, Mark. You're on. You're on a roll here, and I want to get really vulnerable with listeners about what this looked like in my own life. But I like where you're headed. <laughs> oh no, hell! Did you jump in? What? What? Give me the vulnerability. I want to hear this. Well, I was just going to say, you hit the nail on the head. We as humans get in our own way. When I started out my solopreneur journey, the only thing that was stopping me was myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not ready enough to be on a podcast. All I needed to do, Mark, was order a mic off Amazon for 50 bucks, plug it in and have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Trust me, I've had plenty of conversations in my life. I know how to answer questions. Why did I think I wasn't ready? It's because of an unkind narrative in my head that said, play small or once you do X, Y, Z, then you'll be ready. No, fuck it. Just yeah. find what you're passionate about talking about. And maybe it's not passion. You're, maybe you're curious about talking about and have somebody that will hold space and wants to get curious with you or wants to be passionate with you on that subject matter. So I just want to encourage listeners, especially anyone trying to shift from self-doubt to self-belief. I want to bring it back to that, so that, that point. Don't doubt yourself. There's plenty of people in the world that are doubting you, the naysayers, the haters, whomever. Mm. Don't doubt yourself. Yeah. And just t- tap onto this, the podcast. It's a great example of this. You said the only thing getting in your way was you. You can probably right. have that for every single aspect of your business. But podcasting, we've heard it time and time again. Guests come on. Client of ours want, want to become podcast hosts. Like, but I can't do it because I need an audience. I need an email list. Um, I need the technology. Um, I need this and that and that. I'm like, no, you are aware <laughs> that you can start a podcast with no technology apart from your phone. You realize you have, don't have to have any audience, no experience, and you can monetize it from day one. You can hear all these beliefs shatter. It's like, yeah, that's, that's how it is. That's mm. our story. That's what we've seen. That's what we can teach and guide. So, and that's through, that's just through experiential. Mm. Okay? That's that's not a crux of our business. That's not all, what we, Unforget Yourself is all about you. Mm. Becoming the leader, becoming mm-hmm. the person, the CEO that you want to become, to get in complete right. alignments. But these right. nuggets along the way are these examples of how can we shatter these beliefs? Mm. So where else? Let's have, let's have some fun with this. Dude, where else did you get in your own way as you were going through your business, even though you had this mission, this story about the impact you're going to have, which is a huge motivator? Where was that for you? Sure. What I know I like doing is holding space for people. I've done it as a certified yoga instructor leading from the front of the room. I've done it as a keynote speaker, speaking in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people. In order to serve from that place, you've got to fill up your own cup first. And it's easy for me, or it has been easy for me to fall victim to the trap of 
doing all these tedious little tasks as a solopreneur mm. and get worried about invoicing. And did I put the right phone number or address or whatever? Really all that matters on an invoice mark yeah. is do I have all the zeros correct, right? Like let's, let's call a spade a spade here. So sometimes we have to get out of our own way. And in my example, get out of my own way of it does not need to be perfect. You can have typos in your email. This isn't, I'm not being graded. What matters is how I'm serving my clients to help them solve their own problems or get out of their own way. And mm -hmm. the impact that I'm looking to have in the world, the value I'm I'm providing to my clients, the value isn't in the perfect email. It's not in the, I filled out every field, field in the form, right? The value is in asking powerful questions, welcoming in new perspectives, shattering limiting beliefs, right? That's really what matters to help people figure out. You said it so eloquently. If you doubt yourself as a leader in your organization, then what if we welcomed in a, welcomed in a perspective of, well, you're the leader of your own life. What does it look like for you to lead autonomously in your private life? How can we take that into mm. your professional life? You know, what does it look like to show up for yourself before work? What does it look like look like to show up for yourself or show up for your team at work? So it's mm. it's really getting curious and applying principles that maybe serve us outside certain four walls to make sure that we're embodying ultimately the human we want to be on this planet instead of perhaps chameleon or or becoming who we think we need to be or should be in different environments. That word you said there, curious. Curiosity. Ah. Oh. Okay, so we love that word. So being curious, look at all the things that you help your your clients and their teams with. Look at all the the aspects of themselves and their business that you guide them through. These, if we're curious, are the things that we need the most for ourselves mm -hmm. at a different level, in a different aspects. But these things come into play. So where is it for you that you, know, you have to ah, oh, you have to look at yourself mm. and understand that, oh, damn it, I'm, I'm not actually doing what I, what I preach in this aspect, or this is hard. I've reached the next level here. Mm -hmm. And it takes a bit of re-examination, a bit of curiosity in terms of where is that? What, what's going on? Where am I now at the next level of this aspect that I had it down, had it sorted, mm. but now it's reached a place where it's now it's become a challenge again. Yeah, Where's that showing up? Well, I think it can show up a number of places. The first thing that comes to mind is a change in role or season of life. Say you are single and then find a partner and you're you're dating or engaged or married or whatever partnership look like looks like for you. Also, as you grow a family and take on new roles as 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 mother or father and so forth. I find as a solopreneur, I'm constantly reassessing where I'm at and what leveling up looks like um, or scaling and sustaining looks like. Mm. And that takes a mindfulness practice. I would almost go as far to say, Mark, it's it's a form of self-care because if I let it be omnipresent, then I overthink. It's the Virgo in me. I just constantly thinking, thinking that lead, overthinking for me leads to worry <laughs> or mm. dread or fear. So if I can carve out time and space where I know I do my best thinking. I love thinking in the shower, no phone, no distraction, 
that is a form of self-care. Go give myself either a two, five minute cold shower to like rejolt and get an energy boost or give myself a nice long 15 minute hot shower, right? Sometimes it's walking. So a lot of times I, I find from my clients, they think they earn self-care and they'll go get their nails done at the spa or they'll go watch football mm. with the boys on Sunday. Yeah, that can fill your cup, but we need to be doing these self-care body scans, mind, body, spirit scan daily to see what we need. And also quarterly check in on the business or annually. There's different benchmarks that are the right fit for people. One that's very tangible and coming up, I don't know when this episode will air, but is, is around falling back. When the time zones change, reassess your routine. What's working? What's not? What are you letting mm. go of? What are you letting in? And see how that impacts um, your being. And you yeah. probably won't doubt yourself as much because you'll realize I need to be a new person in this season of life or rely mm. on different skills. Let's talk about this chapter. It's seasons. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a beautiful <laughs> way of putting it because we all hit these seasons with with ourselves. We are natural beings. Sure. You're so aligned with, with our planet, with the seasons, with everything. Nutrition, to eat things that are in season, around us it's it's such a huge part it sounds small but it means a lot so take that concept into into us and our mm. business mm -hmm. the season that you're in it might be you might be in the spring and it's blossoming and okay things are coming into fruition it might be you know what i'm hitting i'm hitting autumn i am hitting the fall and i need to start to slow down start to recalibrate mm. and who knows when that's going to fall for you so to be able to understand that, see that, and then take the right action rather than fight it. Mm. Now that that's the law of duality, trying to find that that hustle versus the the play and the allowance. Yep. So what's what's coming up for you? What's what do you see that's on the horizon, or what do you want? The here's the question: What do you want that maybe you're you feel the pressure against or you're a bit nervous about what happens when that does come in mm, mm. well first of all there's a couple things i want to call out number one i think speaking in metaphors is beautiful and i know you're british mark so let's welcome in some summer british strawberries right i'm thinking like wimbledon strawberries and cream like that season of your business where it's ripe and things are happening and revenues are healthy now we're at a point where falls here fall is fast approaching for me i look at my business of what's no longer ripe what needs to fall away what can i let mm. go of because if i fight it that's me getting in my own way again yeah so what needs to fall by the wayside um i'll give you an example in, in my my private practice right now i'm not accepting one-on-one -on -one clients in q4 now, a lot of my peers, a lot of coaches might think I'm crazy. Like, well, that's end of year reviews or, or you know, people will be up for, for bonuses. That's not where I want to channel my energy. That needs to fall away. I'm happy with my roster of one-on-one -on -one private clients. Now, what I am willing to launch and, and go after is a group coaching format, 10 and 10, 10 males, 10 weeks. It's a good time of year to do it as the seasons are changing and as mm. we're falling back on the clock. So I know my why. I know my reasons, who I want to serve and why. I'm going to pause there because I know you had another question and I may have gotten sidetracked on which rabbit hole I went down, but I do probably want to bottom line the importance of 
constantly reassessing where you are in your own internal temperature and then also how that relates to the spaces you're plugged into that matter to you most is it family is it work is it health and nutrition right so mm-hmm. it's um it's definitely a mindfulness practice for me to think about what's working and what's not but as a solopreneur all these elements family body health financial they are so closely linked and they all play their role with your your evolution your decision making um the things that you can and can't do it's it's so close and it's so visible and yet we it's so easy for us to avoid or hide from it and not see this how do you play with that i love that you use the word play that's that's brilliant how do i play with that There can be profound learnings in our life hiding in plain sight. I truly believe that. It's um, in my own life, I think I've had blinders on to what's serving me professionally or or what's not serving me personally, right? And having Mm. to have somebody else point that out to me. So in my practice, if I'm going in uh, to a corporation, the first place I always start working with leaders, regardless of the subject matter, is it leadership development? Is it culture transformation at large? Is what does health and wellness look like to you all? And does the business celebrate that? Do you champion healthy employees? Because my whole theory is if you're not healthy, you can't go to work. (laughs) I mean, what did we learn from the pandemic? Right. Um, And so how do we champion a, a, a not just healthy, but well workforce. And so much of wellness is tied to uh, our our mental health. I would, I would argue, Mm -hmm. of course, emotional, spiritual health as well. And that's where a lot of the leadership development piece comes in. So I think it's important to first evaluate, like, what does healthy and well look like? And then from there is capacity. We all have limited capacity, especially as a solopreneur. Do I have X percentage to give to my family, especially if you have dependents, I need to get them fed and out the door to school, wherever. And I have X percent of capacity left over for my business or for my employer. How do I show up in those spaces, show up as the person I want to be, not show up as like, ugh, you know, it's a slog. I have to be here. Let's just stare at the clock until we, it's time to punch out. That's no way to live. I don't believe at least. So it's, working with people to see that there can be a different way, there can be a better way. And ultimately my clients, we all possess a ton of creativity, a ton of resourcefulness and a ton of wisdom. And so I love hearing that wisdom uh, because it's diverse and and varies culturally from the clients I serve. I've lived in, I'm American. I'm currently living in Canada. I've lived and worked in the UK, Italy, and, and worked across Europe as well. I have a client right now in the Netherlands. So going back to meaning and significance, it can look different across cultures for sure. Beautiful. Well, thank you for your your wisdom and your knowledge and also just <laughs> playing and sharing what it's like for you behind the scenes as we all go through these challenges and 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 situations as we as we scale, as we that's change right. our seasons, right? So Milam, thank right. you for being here. You were so welcome, Mark. I enjoyed talking to you and thank you for your questions. Hey, you're welcome. And look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? Sure. You can find out more about my practice, Be Confident and Kind, at www.beconfidentandkind.com, as well as on LinkedIn. You can find my personal page, 
uh, Milam Miller, as well as my Instagram page, which is Milam R. Miller. <laughs> Super stuff. Well, thank you so much. Everyone check that out. And yeah, thank you for, for sharing. It's been an awful lot of fun. You're so welcome. Let's get out of our own way and believe in ourselves. Mic drop. That'll be me. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs>